Hi, welcome to the 10th episode of Two Friends with Nothing in Common. My name is Manuela, and I'm going to tell a quick story about how Andrew and I have nothing in common. So, Andrew loves tomatoes, and he said, quote, I would bite into a tomato as if it were an apple, end quote. No, no, wait, I did not leave with that. You asked me, so would you, like, bite into it, like, an apple? I'm like, yeah, I would. It wouldn't be, like, my no, first choice. No, no, that's not how the conversation went, Andrew. You're literally lying. <laughs> okay, I don't remember that part. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so also, like, I wasn't done talking about that. <laughs> when we play the intro music, you're done talking about it. Well, when you're friends. Anyway, I didn't even say that I don't like tomatoes. <laughs> Meanwhile, it doesn't like tomatoes. Andrew but, does. Go so, figure. You know how your friend Molly did the the pickle party? I no. should do a tomato party. No, nobody would go. It would be too easy though. Nobody would there's go. There's so many tomato products. <laughs> it, it would be easy peasy. Just kidding. I would go to support you. Mm. So I uh, we <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so we're a little out of sync because it's been like seven or eight weeks since we actually did an episode. Yeah. So, guess why? We're, we're in, in Asia! We were supposed to say that together. Oh, we didn't plan that. <laughs> so, bear with us. <laughs> so, alright, this is the part where we give a recap of our week. Mm -hmm. but, uh, we have since seven weeks to recap, so get ready. Well, I I didn't plan ahead, <laughs> so just I just kidding. wrote a short list. So, the highlights, I would have to say, are I made a friend who loves Scooby-Doo just as much as me. True. His name's Ben, so he'll be on the next Scooby-Doo special. Bye, um, Paige. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, Paige is great. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm excited about uh, planning more Scooby-Doo episodes. Uh, and then we... Uh, oh no, I had banana pizza. Wow. Yes. Um, someone gave me crap for that because they were like, you came all the way to the other side of the world and you have pizza. But have you ever had banana pizza in the United States? No. Also, if it's better, I had squid also. So There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> um, other interesting things, I discovered a uh, the Asian version of American Idol. Yeah. Um, it's like all these people on red couches. And it's interesting because it's kind of like a freestyle almost. Like the contestants sing, but then the judges like come up on stage with them. They break up into teams, and the judges are on teams with them. Oh. And it's like singing challenges. And then... Uh, the judges sit back down, and then the contestants, like, do duets together. And then they're, like, in this basement arena area where there's, like, cameras on them. And the audience is, like, you know, above them. And they're, like, watching them sing this duet. And then once it's over, they, like, vote on who was the best. And then the person who was the best, their plat like, wherever they're standing, it's, like, a platform that rises up to the room that the audience is in. Oh, my gosh. That's intense. <laughs> yeah, pretty intense. Um, and then also, <laughs> uh, I guess just because of the sense of humor over here... They, like, put a lot of, like, graphics on the screen, uh -huh. um, like, in the, the language and stuff. And then, like, weird faces and, like, they play weird music or, like, make the, like, hone in on a person's face and, like, make it turn, like, kind of like a gray, black and white, grayscale thing. Um, it's really interesting. Um, and then last on my list, the other night, uh, my roommate, when he was going to sleep, he discovered on his Kindle a uh, book on courtship from Ooh. 1911. Garden Hearts. <laughs> yeah, Garden Hearts since uh, 
1901. No, nice. but it was a, it was last published in 1911. And, uh, I can't remember the specifics, but like there was one instance where it was like, it is unacceptable for a man to, uh, pursue a woman from afar. And like, it, I can't remember the verbiage, but basically it's like stalking is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You had to learn that back then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was talking about how like you had to know someone who knew someone in order to like actually like have a conversation with them. You just couldn't like approach them. Wow. Um, I'll Let's have to go like, back to that. I'll have to ask just them the kidding. name for it and like, uh, say it in the next episode because it was actually pretty He'll hilarious. read. You'll read it. Yeah, you'll read, read it for the next episode. New segment. We'll just read like a paragraph from it each episode. New segment. How to court. <laughs> how to do court and write. Courting tips by Andrew and Manuela. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How was your uh, seven weeks? Um, it was really great. I have a list of like 25 things to say. Just kidding. <laughs> Nobody laughed. <laughs> I, <yeah>. Um <laughs> Andrew, so, can you tell that Andrew and I have been together for seven weeks? Well, also, I'm, I'm eating some mashed potatoes right now, so I, I'm, like, half paying attention. But. I'm dead. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Anyway, so a lot happens in seven weeks, and uh, I can only list a couple things. First off, the McDonald's over here is pretty awesome. I've gone to McDonald's at least, like, once a week. Uh, so, yeah. That has been the highlight so far. Also, I found a Dairy Queen over here, which was really cool, because if you know me, you know I love Dairy Queen. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm eating KFC right now. <laughs> and just taking out a chicken wing. Uh, but yeah, it's been cool living over here in Asia for the past seven weeks. I've had to do laundry by hand at least three times a week, so that's awesome, and I love it. Um, I went to a cat cafe, which was really cool. And I'm allergic to cats, so it was kind of a bummer, but I took an allergy pill right before I went. So, minor side effects. We're all good. Cats are so cute. Um, I also ate a, I ate part of a tarantula, and I had some squid tentacles, so that was really good. Um, yeah, and we just did a lot of tourism, which was really fun. And we went to some cool places. And right now we are at, like, some kind of Russian beach, which is quite a... Quite a, quite a trip. Quite a trip. We've had some cool encounters with people. I saw this guy and his son in the elevator, and I was like, oh, wait. You were just talking, I, chatting up with the child. <laughs> she talks to all the, these, like, random people that I, I would be, like, too afraid to talk to. It's because when you learn the language, you want to talk to the locals. I'm just being friendly. Mm, mm, Anyway, I have a lot that happened these past seven weeks. So did Andrew. You can ask us anytime. We'll tell you more. Um, But yeah, so let's move on to our next segment, which is our special guest. And it's exciting because our special guest is a friend that we made over here in Asia. He's not Asian. He came on the trip with us. (laughs) I'm white, just so y'all know. <laughs> oh my goodness. He is American. <laughs> but anyway. With, of, of Viking heritage, we learned. Yes. Oh, yes. wow. Yeah. Anyway, so we have our friend Alex here to talk about... Self-defense and martial arts. Wow. So, Alex, what is so great about martial arts and self-defense? It's awesome. But also, like, one thing that's really cool is that, like, you learn how to, like, use your body in ways that you will never imagine. And that's kind of, like, why... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go on. (laughs) Keep going, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, just so y'all know, I can be really blunt sometimes, so don't don't take it the wrong way. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, okay, so what? Uh, so a person. All right. <laughs> just cut me off. Oh, I thought Go you. Go on. So, like, what would you tell a person that, like, has no experience at all, like, with defending themselves? Like, what's, like, the most basic uh, thing you can teach them? So, literally the most basic thing that I can teach them is how to, like, break out of, like, a person holding another man's arm. So, like, the best thing to know is that, like, if I were to hold Andrew's arm. Okay, he just grabbed Andrew's wrist. And I'm holding my chicken <laughs> in that hand. <laughs> if, you, if you notice that, like, my thumb and my pointer finger, there's a little gap in between here. Okay. So if you just bring it out, like so. I can break oh. out of it. Yeah, you can break out of it. So what happens if you have that closed off, though? Or you just mean, like, I like yank hard enough you, that it'll break? Yeah, you just yank hard oh. enough, and it's at, like, this angle, it can break off. Even if you have no muscle and the person you're up against has, like, all the muscle? Well, let's see. Um, I don't want to let go of my chicken, oh. so... <laughs> no, like, don't touch my chicken! <laughs> anyway, Alex, so, how long have you been doing martial arts slash self-defense? I've been doing martial arts since I was 14, I want to say. Oh, I'm wow. I'm 21 right now, so about, uh, so eight, seven, seven to eight know. years, something like that. Um, nice. are you a black belt? Yes, I'm a martial art instructor. So, no! Yeah? New information. That's cool! <laughs> Wait, like, what age do you teach? Uh, anyone? Nah, that's yeah, I, cool. I can teach anyone ba- basic, the basics on self-defense, and especially when it comes to, like, Filipino martial arts, CELOT, and JKD, which stands for Jet Kundo. Interesting. It's basically, it's basically the little stuff that Bruce Lee was teaching in his time oh. before he died. Back in the day. So, what do you like about martial arts and self-defense? Uh, one thing I like about martial arts is that it's it's really cool. I mean, like, there's a lot of history that kind of goes into it, especially, like, with the Philippines, because during the time when Silat was being made by them, it was made purposely to kind of combat the Spanish and the Ooh. Dutch and anyone else who was kind of, like, invading them. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's how it started? Uh, originally, yeah. Cool. And, like, they even, like, got, like, the history of, like, the names for each segment in Sailor from, like, the animals, like, kind of, like, how they interact in the wilderness. So, like, you have, like, Harimau, which stands for tiger. The tiger is usually, like, close, closer to the ground, and, like, he'll just bring a person down easily with his claws. Hmm. So, in this case, our hands. Cool. So, when you teach martial arts, what is the first thing you teach? Uh, it depends on what kind of class we're in. So, like, if there's a Filipino martial, the Filipino class, it's usually more like stick work or knife work. Oh. But if it's sea lots, that's more what comes like grounds, groundwork or grappling. Hmm. And for anyone who doesn't really know what sea lot is, uh, imagine like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine like the... Oh, gosh, I'm forgetting this name. Uh, just so we all know, I'm horrible with names. But True. He doesn't know my name. Manuela. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But, like, it's really similar to uh, Kramaga, and if mm. anyone knows a little bit about that, it's literally just like it. And, in fact, I believe mm. guys from Kramaga kind of took things from Silat and play into their own, into their own school categories. Mm. Interesting. So, do you, you don't have to be, like, super buff or anything to, like, do this stuff, right? No, not at all. Okay. But do you get muscle from it? Uh, yeah, there's uh, quite a bit of cardio that kind of goes into it. 
and there is a little bit of, little bit of muscle development, hmm. especially if it comes to sea lot. So what's the difference between uh, martial arts and taekwondo? Uh, well, they're the same thing. Oh. So, like, <laughs> so you got martial arts, which can mean almost anything, but then you got taekwondo, which is, I believe, from Korea or something kind of like that. Wait, so what's karate? Uh, karate is, I want to say from Japan. Oh. What about kung fu? Kung fu is from China. Interesting. Fascinating. So, so wait. What do you know again, or what do you what do you do? <laughs> martial arts. So I study martial arts from the Philippines and Indonesia. Oh, what's is there a difference between Philippines and Indonesia, or is it kind of the same? Oh, there's a difference. Oh, which yeah. one do you prefer? Uh, I actually kind of prefer Indonesia because the thing is how they do it is a little more aggressive and. <laughs> Alex is aggressive. <laughs> Just kidding. And I kind of feel like what they do is a little more practical. Versus, like, some things that are done in the Philippines. Huh. Interesting. What is an example of that? Uh, so, oh gosh. Or is it, like, something that you could act out and then it's more Manila so can do a voiceover of the... <laughs> yeah, it's more something that I can act out. Okay, let's do it right voiceover. now. Show us. Okay. Alright. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. <laughs> now what? Okay, so punch me. Oh, Andrew just tried to punch oh, him. So like Alex fun. grabbed his arm. Oh, he's going to break his ankle, his elbow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so this is more so like one thing that that people in Indonesia would do. Okay. Currently, Andrew is like folded in half like a chair. And he has my arm twisted. Yeah, his arm is twisted and oh, Alex is about to take him. Behind my back and you're going to flip me over? Is that what's going to happen? Well, you're going to break the table. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually perform a move right now, but if I can only have, like, proper room for it. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew doesn't want to be the guinea pig. But, yeah, so, like... But that was pretty cool. But, like, I one was, thing that I was impressed. Indonesia does is that, like, they can just, like, grab the arm. But for uh, people in the Philippines, they, like, have, like, little ways to kind of, like, get into grabbing the arm. Hmm. Interesting. Fascinating. Um, wait, what's that question that you always ask? Um... Uh, <laughs> wait, did you ask wait, it already? Wait, do you want it right now? Or, I mean, I don't have any other questions. Oh, um, what else, what else can you tell us about martial, martial arts slash self-defense? Okay, uh, one thing that you can do practically right now, if, like, you're just walking, walking in, like, the streets late at night, and you feel like somebody's coming up, especially if it's, like, a male, one thing you can do is actually, like, use your phone or, like, your car keys as a weapon. Good to know. How Wait, so? Wait, like combined with martial arts or just like... Uh, just self-defense? So like just like part? throw your phone at their face. How would you use your phone as a weapon? So kind of like one thing you can use your phone as a weapon and I'm going to use Andrew to demonstrate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like, if you notice for most males, we have like a really distinct ugulet neck. And one thing about a phone is that it can be really blunt. Oh, oh no. I'm not going to hit you. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing that you can always use is that for the phone, you can, like, hit the neck or, like, hit, like, part of the face. Interesting. Oh, okay. And you just got to, like, jab it pretty quick, and it's going to hurt. Good to know. And you, you're you doing that with, like, the bottom end of the phone, like, you're holding it, and then you're just kind of, like... I'm actually like, kind of using, like, the top end of the phone. Well, you know, like, the, the n narrow side. Yeah, or the, yeah the narrow side. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't oh. matter, like, how you hold it, but you have, like, a good grip on it, and you can, like, jab the person at the neck. Huh. That's 
the best way to kind of get out of it. Good Impressive. to know. What do you do with your keys? Uh, for the keys, it's kind of like the same thing, but it's more so like like stabbing or kind of like just poking at like parts of the body. Huh. So like the ribs, uh, the arm, maybe like the face if you get really close and are getting desperate. <laughs> okay, okay, good to know. So if there is one thing that you want to want to tell the world about martial arts, what would it be? Just do it. Like, <laughs> like one thing that's really cool is that like you learn how to just feel a lot more confident about yourself, hmm. and you actually like feel much more safe and secure knowing that like you kind of learn some really basic stuff that no one, nobody else would know. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't think I have any more questions. Do you? I don't think so either. That was good. I yeah. was, I didn't. I like that. Andrew almost got taken out. Pretty much. But that was cool. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being on our show, Alex. No problem. Um, we appreciate you, and we're thankful for you. And um, now you're going to be part of our next segment. Yeah. Yeah. The next segment is our drink segment, which our special guest always joins us for. So we bought this weird drink, and all it says in English is honey pomelo. So we don't really know what it is, but we're going to try this. Well, on the, uh, the label, there's like a picture of a oh. pear and a... A lime. A lime and a honey. honeycomb and like a jar of honey. Oh, it's by Tropicana. That is familiar. Hmm. So, Fun here's stuff. to trying new drinks. Also, we don't have any cups, so we can't clink. So. Well, I, we have this water bottle that I haven't used in seven weeks. <laughs> mm. And there's actually some water in it still. Maybe We'll just we'll drink just it. Share. Okay, okay, I'll take the first time. drink. Mmm. I don't hate it. I'm not really a fan. You don't have your list of adjectives. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, it tastes like something I've had before, though. Wow, it's actually pretty good. What do you think it tastes like? Uh, I taste the lime. Yeah, I, t I taste the lime, too. Yeah. I like the honey. Yeah. I can taste the honey. Sweet. It's sweet. It is. Sweet and sour. <laughs> Sweet and sour chicken. So basic. Anyway, we also got this... Uh, off-brand Capri Sun. Yeah, they didn't even try to, like, make it not off-brand. And the flavor's not in English, but um, <laughs> it looks like pears and apples. And, oh, yeah, the uh, illustration is of a fairy riding on the back of a unicorn. Mm-hmm. There's a pink castle in the background. So, in the States, we have, like, people, like, surfboarding or, like... Oh, yeah. Like, uh, doing downhill skiing, and then here yeah. it's, like, a princess on a unicorn. <laughs> or, yeah. It tastes like peach. I think it's only peach. It, it literally tastes like peach juice, like when you yeah. get the fruit cup, and it's... <laughs> oh, yeah, the fruit cup. I think it's just pure peach juice right now. I think it pure is, too. peach juice. Forget All right. Well, thanks for joining on our weird Asian drinks. I, they actually weren't as weird as we thought they'd be, but that's okay. Yeah, we weren't. We should have gone a little more out there. Maybe next time. Oh, well. When we're in America, we'll find some Asian drinks. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Asian market. Okay. So pop culture segment, while we were over here in Asia, we saw The Incredibles, Incredibles 2. Yes, Incredibles um, 2. It was pretty good. What do you think, Andrew? Start I was a fan. Um, 
So I don't want to give any spoilers, but I will just uh, say... Let's just say spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it yet, don't listen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you're... It, I, I don't know. I, I'll give a short premise. So basically, it picks up right where the last movie left off, which I enjoyed. Um, and then there's this guy who's like, hey, uh, supers have like a bad rep and we want to make you guys have a good image, so I'll help you guys out. Um, and so Elastigirl is the person of interest like to help kind of raise morale. And um, they have like a body cam on her and people see her doing mm-hmm. good things instead of like, oh, like there's this huge mess and all I see is the superhero next to it. Like, there's no bad guy in sight. So, uh, I enjoyed that we got to see more of, uh, Helen Parr's character. Yeah. And, uh, then also we, it wasn't like it was just about her. We also got to see, like, a bunch of stories, um, of people within the Parr family. And I enjoyed that. Uh, Edna was in it. Mm-hmm. She Edna makes those movies. She's my absolute favorite. Like when she, she would came be on your the favorite. screen, I'm not surprised. I, I like yelled in the theater. Like when she <laughs> came on the screen, I was like, yes. Um, but no, she she was in it, and I think she was in it a tiny bit more than the first movie. So I enjoyed that, and she had some really funny moments. Uh, quite quite quality. <laughs> quite quality. <laughs> Put that in the quote jar. Um, it was interesting to me. They introduced a few new superheroes in this movie. And, like, from the first movie, they, like, you know, when they did the montages or, like, they had the old film footage, uh-huh. the, like, the like the guy that got sucked into a cyclone and all yeah. that. Yeah. So all those superheroes, like, they're kind of, like, your stereotypical, like, brawny men or, like, thin women. I don't know, like, just, like, yeah. what you would, like, kind of, like, 1950s, like, everyone looks perfect kind of a thing. But it was interesting because the new superheroes in this, like, they were very quirky. Yeah, um, they were. It was like they're trying to like go for like a new image of what a superhero is. A new generation. Yeah, like <laughs> a new generation. So it's like before the next generation. Incredible is the next generation. They try to paint them to light as if they were like perfect and like what people strive to be, like in the first Incredibles movie. But in this movie, it's like these are the quirky kind of outcast people, and they deserve to be appreciated. So I, I guess because, like, the narrative of the two films were a little different, that's why they took that route. Um, and then, I'm not going to touch on this too much, but I do think it's also interesting how social commentary comes into play with uh, movies, and especially, like, cartoons. Like, they uh, they use the word illegal a lot in this, because it's, like, outlawed oh. to be a superhero. And they so they toss that word around a lot, like, we're illegal. Um and that was really interesting to me because in the first movie, I don't think they ever said that at all. Like, their their status did not change from the first movie to the second movie, but they ended up using that word a lot, and it was like oh, a big issue that I they focused on. I didn't even notice on. that. But it's also funny because there's certain issues that come to mind with that phrase, um, but then when I was talking to a friend about it, uh, he, like, was thinking of other political issues. Oh. So, like, you know, you can interpret it however you yeah, want. Yeah, that's but, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so I really enjoyed the movie. I liked it better than the second or the first one. How would you rate it? A minus. Wow, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good I, score. I, it might even be so. Cars is my favorite Disney Pixar movie, and it, it might have topped that. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I thought the movie was super funny, like way funnier than the first movie. Uh, there were a lot of times where I didn't really know where it was going with something, and so that was what was so funny because I wasn't expecting it to happen, and then something funny happened. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed 
that it picked up, like, directly after the first movie. I think that was kind of cool because the first movie ended on kind of a cliffhanger. And so it was... I just like the full circle mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there is such a plot twist because... Um, There is a there is a plot twist because I'm confused. Anyway, um, plot twist. <laughs> Technical difficulties with we're, the recording. Yeah, device. we're not using the regular phone that we usually use, so it's crazy. Sorry. Anyway, it so went full circle. Plot twist. Whenever they found out who the villain was, I like. I thought it was gonna be someone else. Wait, you said spoilers. You said we could give spoilers. Okay, you're right. So, there's, like, the brother that is in charge of, like, recruiting the supers again, and his sister is helping him. And so, whenever they first came on the screen, I was like, oh, this guy is, like, up to no good. Like, I'm pretty sure he's the one that's the villain. He's gonna, like, um, what's it, like, he's gonna, uh, like... Backstab him? Yeah, like, backstab all the supers. Because he's like, come on my boat. Like, we're going to have a party to, like, celebrate the supers. And I was like, okay. He's probably (laughs) going to, like, kill them all or something like that. And then they're going to fight him, blah, blah, blah. But then it turned out that the sister was the mastermind and the villain. And it was just her alone. And, like, the brother didn't support him. Her. Or her, sorry. Um, So that really, like, blew my mind, and I thought I had the whole movie figured out, and then, bam, didn't. Kind of like life. Um, But that's for another day. Uh, (laughs) Also, Jack-Jack, the baby, was amazing. He had, like, five billion powers. The scene with the raccoon, that was great. Yeah, the scene with the raccoon was so funny. There's a really good uh, scene. Yeah. If you could have any of Jack-Jack's powers, which one would it be? Um, I would do the laser eyes. They're like, pew, 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 pew. Does he, I was going to say teleport, but I guess he doesn't teleport. He just, like, goes into a different dimension. Yeah, which is still Mm. pretty sick. Yeah. I I would do that, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to, like, turn into the monster? No. (laughs) You could light yourself on fire. That's a no for me, dog. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, um, also, I really liked the Pixar short that was before it. uh, It was, like... I don't know, was it just an Asia thing? Because it was this lady who has, like, a little dumpling. Yeah. And uh, the dumpling is, like, her son, quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was just because we were in Asia or if that's, like, the Pixar short for all of, like, all over the world. Yeah. Um, but either way, it was so cute. And Very then touching. the dumpling was supposed to be her son, but then she ate it. And we were all like, <gasps> <laughs> we were like, what the heck? Um, but then... It redeemed itself in the end, I guess. Uh, but yeah. I would give the movie... I would give it a solid A. Okay. Like, maybe even an A+. Plus. Oh, okay. Like, I thought it was just really well done. The characters were all um, pretty true to the first movie. Like, it was nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was cool to see Jack-Jack get his powers. Um, a really good storyline of how... Oh, I actually really liked it because when they had Elastigirl go do the... Uh, like, be the spokeswoman for Supers, they made um, Mr. Incredible stay at home with the children. And so, like, that was kind of... I kind of liked it because it's like... Yeah, I... Well, I probably shouldn't say this, but... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I oh won't boy. say this, but anyway. I think it's cool... <laughs> I think it's cool that they had Bob stay home because it's like... Yeah, like, I think a lot of times when 
men are fathers, they don't understand the responsibility of, like, a stay-at-home mm. mom. Uh-huh. So it was cool because Bob was like, I totally got this. And then he totally didn't. But, and then he was like, I'm not going to tell her that I can't do this. But then he got his, he got it back together, kind of. Yeah, that it was he, cool. He Like, as but, a father, he was really motivated. Like, yeah. I'm feeling as a father right now, but I'm yeah. going to make it right. And then he, like, cracked open the algebra textbook at, like, yeah. 3 in the morning. He was like, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah, so I really liked that. Because they could have just made Bob the superhero and, like, yeah. kept Helen at home. And, like, nobody yeah. would have really thought anything or they would have been like, oh, typical. But, like, yeah. I don't know. I really like that aspect of that movie. I am not a feminist, just so we have that clear. Maybe I shouldn't say that on the podcast, but... Oh well, well, and also like... people have different <laughs> different definitions of what a feminist is. That's true. So I would say, if someone asked me if you're a feminist, <laughs> I'd probably say yes. What? But we, we can what? talk about later. <laughs> anyway, I would give... <laughs> Anyway, I would. G- I have a lot of thoughts on the feminist movement, so just talk to me, and I'll tell you why I say that I am not a feminist. But yeah, talk to me first. Don't put words in my mouth. Anyway, we're gonna end this. I gave the movie an A plus. <laughs> Go watch The Incredibles. It's awesome. Last but not least, we have our quote jar, and I'm gonna read the quote to Andrew. Okay. Quote. I would love to buy a kid and eat it. Is this fact or fiction? Or real or fake? Real. Real? Yes. Why do you say that? Who do you think said it? Um, Jasmine. No. (laughs) It is a real quote, and it is done by our friend Mela. (laughs) What? (laughs) Mela? Mela? You're so sweet, though. Well, because she thought that, she said, I would love to buy a kid and eat it. But in reality, we were talking about lamb, and... Because baby goats are called kids. Oh, okay. But, uh, oh my gosh. I think we were I talking like to about buy a kid and eat it. Yeah, and I think we were talking about lamb. So we were all kind of confused. And then I was like, "Wait, but lambs aren't called kids." And she was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah." Whoops. But whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's all good. But anything else you want to add to our podcast? I don't think so. All right. Well, we are leaving Asia in a couple days, and we will post this as soon as... Well, if we post this podcast, you'll know that we are in America again. So... And the episodes will be rolling. Yeah. Come hang out with us when we're back in America. I'm dabbing, but no one can see it. (laughs) All right. Bye. Two Friends with Nothing in Common is produced by Manuela Lenz and Andrew Minky. Special thanks to this week's guest, Alex Patterson. Two Friends with Nothing in Common is recorded in Asia.